Patriot Speed is brought to you by FanDuel, the exclusive wagering partner of the CLNS Media Network. All right, everyone. Welcome in to another live edition of the Patriots Beat podcast here on the CLNS Media Network. I am Mike Cadlick, joined by 98.5 The Sports Hub's Alex Barth. We are here, Alex, to talk Patriots. We're here to talk free agency. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have much good news to report back from the Patriots front today. Uh, we will get to all of it uh, in this next hour or so, so please fill up the chat. We'll try and get to, you know, talk with all you guys, see, let you guys maybe run it off a little bit, but we'll get to... Uh, We'll get to a bunch of news across the NFL today, um, including some things on Jacoby Myers and whatnot. But first, I want to talk about FanDuel. FanDuel is the new exclusive wagering partner of CLNS Media Network. Uh, They are the new lead sponsor of the Patriots Beat podcast. And so, uh, huge partnership here. That's the one good acquisition this week with CLNS and FanDuel pairing up. Um, So, yeah. Betting is now legal in Massachusetts, so make sure uh, if you are a sports better, you can do us a solid and go to FanDuel.com slash Boston and uh, deposit 10 bucks, make a $5 bet, and you will get $200 in bonus bets, $200 free bets, bonus bets that you can use on the NCAA tournament. You can use it on futures. Maybe you want to bet the Patriots to win the AFC East. I think they're seven plus 700 right now. Not very good odds, but hey, if you're if you're a long shot better, then, then go for it. You can do that again, fanduel.com slash Boston. Uh, really help out the show and uh, keeps these airwaves rolling. So, Alex, let's get into it right off the top of the bat. Uh, we unfortunately lost a good one, uh, the Patriots did, as they uh, did not retain wide receiver Jacoby Myers. Jacoby Myers, the Patriots slot receiver, uh, for the last couple of years now, he... Decided to sign with the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, he's getting a three-year, $33 million contract from Vegas. Average of about $11 million a year, but it's... Uh, I know you can get into the nitty-gritty of the contract details, but it's basically a year-to-year deal. So um, $11 million per. A lot of reports out there, Alex, over the last month or so were that Jacoby was going to command anywhere from 12 to as high as 20 is what I heard at some point um, over the last 45 days. And so... Yeah, they uh, they get him on you know something rather cheap compared to what I thought he was going to go for, and I thought the Patriots could have matched it. Um, maybe this tells us that there's something else uh, maybe cooking behind closed doors down in Foxborough on the receiver front. Maybe they go to the draft, but uh, this was sort of this was the big Patriots move of the day, or lack thereof, was Jacoby going to Las Vegas and reuniting with Josh. Yeah, I. I... Look, I kind of came in ready for them to get priced out on Myers. Like you said, that 12 to $15 million number, I really thought it was going to be on the higher side of that. He comes yeah. in at 11 per, very little money guaranteed, at least initially. I I don't – like losing Myers as a single entity is not necessarily bad for the Patriots. And I've said right. this before. They need to upgrade at that position not just wide receiver, but in the slot. And those snaps have to come from somewhere. Right. But they need to upgrade. So, like, I'm surprised they weren't in at this money. And there was a report from Ian Rapport this afternoon that was basically the Patriots said, we can't match that. They could have. I think it's more so we won't match that. Like, if that's the plan, fine. Because, or if that's the plan, fine, but... How are you going to then go and spend that money? Right. All right. This is got to be used. Even call it because they have to up the Raiders offer, right? It can't be one for one. Call it $12 million a year. Where are you using that $12 million a year? You put that into somebody, you know, another big contract, put that money elsewhere, or are they just going to sit on it? And if they just sit on it, it's a mistake because having Kobe Myers is better 
than simply not addressing that position with a significant uh, asset. And I would even say, um, if they're going to go to the draft, having Myers would still be an asset because this is a very crucial year. And for a team that has struggled to develop wide receivers, you're going to put a first-round pick in a really tough spot. And that kid's going to need to succeed immediately. Last time they had a receiver in a spot like that was Nikhil Harry. Right. So I, I don't feel good. I don't feel great about that. That being said, like if they take this money, they go out, they trade for Jerry Judy, they use it to give him a long-term deal. They did what they needed to do. They upgraded and it sucks. We all like Jacoby. And as a side note, I'm incredibly happy for him. Did all of this the exact right way. Think about the team he came to. They had Julian Edelman, Josh Gordon. uh, They had added Antonio Brown a couple of weeks after he signed. They just used a first round pick and a guy in Nikhil Harry. He's a UDFA. Played some his rookie year, but then really put his head down, worked his ass off to get better becomes the leading receiver here for the next three years was uh, I don't think ever really given his due credit, but kept his head up the way he handled what happened in Vegas this year, all of it, a consummate professional, a there great he goes, teammate right back to them. Um, right. And, and that's bold on his part. Cause that's yeah. going to get that play back on the timeline. But yep. um, a guy that deserves every single cent he has coming his way could not be happy for Jacoby. That being said, right. So, all right, if you take that money and you go and spend it, yeah, we all like Jacoby, but it's a business, and they took that right. money, and they they used it to make the team better. Like, that's what you want here. So I'm not going to sit here and say they've destroyed their wide receiver core because they haven't yet. If it's May 1st, and this is still the group, I'm going to come back to this move and say, why the hell weren't they in on it? Right. They decimated their group. So let's – and I know this – people are going to say, this, I don't want to bash the team, and, oh, I'm just making excuses. No, I'm just saying – This is half the picture. We sat here last night and did a show saying we kind of felt good about where things were because Jacoby hadn't signed elsewhere yet. Like this is how it works. It's a process. Yeah. The the dominoes didn't fall in the wide receiver market yet. Right. We could come back tomorrow and Judy and Hopkins and Sutton and all these guys could have been dealt to other teams. And then it's really time to start ripping your hair off. We could come back and none of those guys could have moved and we could still be here sitting. I don't know. As it stands right now, I still think at wide receiver, the path is there for the Patriots. They do what they need to do this offseason. But the cost of making those moves has only gone up. Right. And the that's margin the for error has only shrunk. Right. So that's kind of where we are. Yeah, I, t- I tend to agree, right? It's like, okay, you let Jacoby walk. You still got You right. still have to repair the room. So do. Re- yeah. So repair the room. You can't make uh, – the room can't – go back to where it was, right? Like you you can't make a lateral move so, with Jacoby. Right. So let you me need say to this. get better now that he's gone. Even if they had given Jacoby Myers this contract, mm-hmm. I would be sitting here right now saying, okay, what's the next move at wide receiver? And as Mike cuts out there, probably pivot um more towards DeAndre Hopkins at that point, a boundary guy with and I think we've lost Mike, but somebody please screen grab that. Oh God. Come back I'm back. And- Maybe if Jay signed Myers, we pivot more towards Hopkins, a boundary guy with Myers playing in the slot. But like if they'd signed Myers, I'd still be sitting here saying, what's the next move? So it doesn't change much. It's just the urgency to make that move at wide receiver uh, only becomes, it only becomes more urgent. Am I back? Yes. What, what you was were the back, grab? Uh, somebody tweeted at him. I'm, I'm sure somebody grabbed it. <laughs> okay. I lost it. Sorry about that. I don't know what happened. Something going on with my Wi-Fi, but uh, we're back. So yeah, again, of what you said, Alex, but 
they need to uh, they need to make the room better. They can't just be. Uh, is that- yeah, I know. So what I was saying was that even if they'd re-sign Myers, mm-hmm. I'd still be sitting here saying, "Is DeAndre Hopkins still in play? Can 100%. they go get DeAndre Hopkins?" Right. So um, now they have to make two moves instead of one. Really, I I still think they can make one, but like it could have been. They could have resigned Jacoby. Maybe it's not Hopkins, but somebody else, right? Maybe like one tier down. Yeah. Okay. Um, a guy like uh, Corey Davis, right? Who we think now is going to get cut from the Jets. Right. You know, Myers and and, and yeah, Davis. You bring back Myers. Uh, you're doing okay. Let's see what you do in the draft. Right. Now it's it's got to be one of these top tier guys. It has to be Hopkins. It has to be Judy. Uh, maybe it's a guy we don't know is available yet, but a guy like that. That's sort of what like. It's too bad that, you know, it had to come out this way because Mac was that was Mac's guy. I mean, he was the leading receiver on the Patriots. The, the yeah, last so there's that element of it too. It's like, okay, so I have the numbers in front of me. He caught 150 balls for 1670 yards and eight touchdowns over the last two seasons from Jones. He was the security blanket. He was the guy they were able to run the offense through or lack thereof the, an offense last year. But they still had the rapport. He trusted Jacoby, and so now you have to not only re- repair the room, but you have to bring in a guy that Mac can use as that security blanket or that not, not so much a go up and get a guy, but a guy who Mac can look to on third down and be like, this is where I know I can go. And they lost that now in Jacoby. So you need to make sure you have that, you know, that better move. So how do they do it? That's, that's sort of where, where I'm going. Let's, let's touch on that, Alex, because you have Jerry Judy, who's out there. You have, um, you have Hopkins, you have Judy, but you can also go to the draft and guys like Zay Flowers, you know, Jackson Smith and Jigba, um, where should they or where do you think they go? Because I guess what makes sense now, because now you're looking at Devontae Parker, you look at Kendrick Bourne yeah. uh, and Tyquan Thornton, and that's really the, the core you're dealing with here. Veteran, true slot receiver. Okay. Whether that's Jerry Judy, you know, does Hunter Renfro become available? Do they see overlap in Vegas between mm-hmm. Renfro and Myers? Maybe McDaniels wants to play them both. Like there's a way that could work too, but I also kind of feel like McDaniels is trying to tear down that roster and get yeah. his guys in there because outside of the fact that Darren Waller refused to play for him because he exposed his wedding to the media. Uh, I don't Good see stuff. And by the way, look that Vic Taffer on Twitter has yeah. that story. Outstanding. Uh, I see no reason why you make that trade. Uh, honestly, for the Raiders, this signing doesn't make a ton of sense. Like I, I get it in the sense that, you know, uh, Jacoby Myers is familiar with that right. system and Josh probably likes him. And by the way, this goes back to something I said last night, right? About Josh McDaniels is panicking because he didn't get Brady or Rogers. And now is yeah. just trying to go to what's familiar instead of maybe trying to build out a talented roster. Don't leave Dave, I wouldn't leave Dave Ziegler out of this either, though, because that's it's Who? it's but the two of them, Dave Ziegler. Oh, when I say yeah, when I say Josh McDaniels, it yeah, represents like the, the Josh McDaniels administration. Yes, okay, I, that's cool. a fair point. It's a good yeah. point. Thank you. Um, but the sure. point being, like, I don't really get this for them. So maybe yeah. they're selling off pieces. Like if Hunter Renfro is available, that's a they call just I sold think. one in Waller. I'd imagine his value is going to be comparable to Waller's. He's probably worth a little bit more, but. That was the hundred. It was a third round pick. That was the hundredth pick, right? It was the, right. the pick the Giants got yep. for trading Kadarius Tony. Patriots have the seventy sixth pick in the third round. Like that's actually worth sneaky a lot more than the hundredth. Yeah, does that get it done? I would do that, and maybe you throw on one of those sixth round picks you have. Third and a six for Hunter Renfro. You have a, a year of team control under him. He's a scheme fit yeah, again. He's proven he can produce in the league. Yeah, 
I still would want a little bit bigger of a splash. I'm not saying that would be my favorite move in the world, but when you're talking about straight up a pick for a player, this is what I always ask myself. Mm-hmm. Is the receiver you're going to, especially this year and a year that I think is must win for the Patriots, and you can't really look ahead and be like, hey, this guy's going to be great in three or four years. At least not, you can't do that with your top 100 picks. Right. Is any receiver you take at 76 going to do more for you in 2023 than Hunter Renfro? I, I don't, no, I certainly don't no. think so. Right. But you're still, so, you can't look at, I don't really, and I don't, wouldn't want to look at a draft pick in a vacuum like that, though. Like the 76 pick is worth more than just the 2022 season or the 2023 season. I don't think they have the luxury to view it that way. They have to win this year because if you, or at the very least, they have to put a competitive offense together. Cause right. if you don't put pieces around Mac Jones, you're back to square one. But if that and is truly, if you're if that's Bill, true, mm-hmm. like where's, where's, where's Bill at right now? Three, three playoff misses in four years, no playoff wins in five years. They've, they've got to win. Yeah. Not, I they, just, can't do, they can't do another bridge here. They right. just turned what should have been the least bridge year of all time into a bridge year. They cannot go back to another yeah. bridge year. I still have a hard time with Belichick on the hot seat. I do. I get it. But I still think, I mean. Forget Belichick being on the hot seat, though. Forget that. Well, that's, just, that's what we're insinuating. We can I, call it. Ca- okay. Uh, so, so maybe a little bit, and that's fair. I did insinuate that. But let's even step back from that. Forget okay. that they're the Patriots. It's year three of a quarterback on a rookie deal. Any team, yeah, in the right, hundred percent, right. It, it's it, if any team did that, if the Jets did that, if the Browns did that, if the Broncos did that, if the Cowboys, did that, if any other team did that, Mike, mm-hmm. we would sit here and say that they're being irresponsible with their assets. That you don't bridge your rookie quarterback right. uh, in his third year, especially a guy that's actually shown you something. Like with the Jets, it's different. Zach Wilson showed them nothing at all ever. In the reality is, the Patriots aren't making the move the Jets are making right now to go get Aaron Rodgers. So. You remain in on that rookie quarterback. There, It is too soon to tear the whole thing down. So, so that's why I want them to do more than Hunter. Okay. Renfro. So that's that's, the, that's kind of the point I'm making. That's totally fair. And, yeah, and okay. I'm glad you brought that up. Like, right. I think Judy's a bigger hit than Renfro. I think Hawk 100%. is a bigger hit than Renfro. I wouldn't sit here and say trading a third for Hunter Renfro is a bad move. That's kind of my point. It's like, if okay. that's the move they make, it's a hell of a lot better than nothing. It's yes. And it could be a lot worse. But I'm with you in that where I hope they swing higher as well. I, I right. agree with you on that 100%. Right. If I mean, look, if we if we want to use the the facts that it is a third-year quarterback going into his uh, fourth – or a quarterback going into his third season yeah. right before the, um, the fifth-year option has to kick in, a, a, a real year that, you know, a lot of teams have used this model, you know, work them in two years, then go get them a guy to really work with. We talk about it at nauseum on the show, but I, I don't want that to be Hunter Renfro. I want it to be Jerry Judy is kind of my point, or DeAndre Hopkins. So and again, I'm, I, I'm with you on that. You're with me, but I would I would agree that going getting going to get Renfro for 76 would be better than trotting out um, Devontae Parker and Kendrick Bourne uh, next yes. season. Obviously, we'll see where that goes. They could also go to the draft with guys Zay Flowers, Jackson Smith, and Jigwa. Curious to see how they go from there. Um, but let's talk uh, Philip Dorsett, I guess. We'll, we'll finish with the Raiders. Uh, Dorsett was, we talked about yesterday, cannot believe Philip Dorsett is a guy who is agreeing to terms before Wednesday at 4 p.m. But good on him, good on his agent. Um, Philip Dorsett is also going to the Raiders. So like you said, it looks like Ziegler and McDaniels really want to tear it down and build up Patriots West. Um, Patriots had interest, ultimately didn't get it done. I don't believe the numbers are out on Dorsett's contract yet. Uh, I could be wrong on that, but uh, Dorsett goes back and reunites with McDaniels as well. 
Yeah, I'd imagine it's minimum. By the way, uh, future yeah. Raider or Texan Devin Asiasi. Yeah, are we for leaning sure. on that one? Because um, who the Texans signed somebody today that was like, of course, you know, um, former they, trade, they traded for Shaq Mason. That's what it was. That's right. Yeah. So they're they're in an arms race there. Uh, Devin Asiasi, Dalton Keene. We'll see where, where those two guys yeah. end up. But as for Dorsett, look, I, I think there's something to be said. Philip Dorsett, I don't think people realize what a smart football player he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's something to be said for having that guy in the room, especially if you're going to have a young quarterback. And I still maintain the Raiders are going to take a quarterback seventh overall. I still believe yeah. that. Uh, having a wide receiver around like that helps. And by the way, Jacoby Myers, also very smart wide receiver. And maybe that's the idea. You're just getting guys that are going to help this quarterback, whoever it is, it's going to be Will Levis, but whoever it is, uh, you know, get, you know, get his feet wet in the NFL. So I assume it's short money. I I hardly believe he's yeah. a roster lock like you. I am surprised he signed this early too. <laughs> yeah. But we've seen this at the quarterback position for years, right? Like Andy Dalton signed today. Uh, yeah. That was interesting too with Carolina, right? right? Uh, yeah. yeah. Mike White's or Mike White's probably not a good example. But like Andy Dalton signed today. Um, Sam Darnold signed on day one. I bet we're going to see Matt Ryan sign soon. He got cut today because teams want, and and you look at the teams they signed with Sam Darnold signed with the Niners who Trey Lance is essentially going to be a rookie. I know he's going to his third year. And he also hasn't played because he missed a COVID year with North Dakota state, which is fascinating. He's barely played football. You know, you have the Panthers who we all assume they're, they'd be, it's not to at this point, take a quarterback with the first overall pick. Yep. So, you know, Andy Dalton's not going to start there, but you get a veteran guy in the room. Like I think you're starting and, and that's kind of been Brian Hoyer here. That's been business for years around the NFL. I think you've seen in the last couple of years at other positions, you've seen at other positions, you've seen teams take that approach. And that to me would Philip is what Philip Dorsett is. You just get a smart guy, a guy who's been around the league, is, is experienced in the offense. Just get him in the room as kind of like another coach. And, you know, if he has a good camp, maybe he makes the team. And you can keep veterans on your practice squad now, so maybe he's a guy you keep around on the practice squad in that role. Um, but, yeah, that's that's where Matt with that. Like, I'm not super surprised to see him sign. I'm a little surprised to see him this early, but, like, it's not I, it's not as jarring to me that he was getting interest as maybe some people suggested. Yeah, I suppose. I just at the end of the day, it, it is Philip Dorsett, a guy who sort of was a first round. He was a first round pick with Indy, however many years ago. Traded yeah. straight straight up for Jacoby Brissett to come to yes. New England. Is that correct? Yeah. So yes, that was interesting in itself. And then uh, I mean, they had fizzled out compared to what he was supposed to be coming out of Miami. But uh, so yeah, he goes uh, Patriots West as well. Um, another quick Patriots signing that they actually made today. Uh, small one, but or actually, before we get to that, I want to talk about something that I just pulled up about uh, a Hunter Renfro trade, and that yeah, it's not anything uh, that happened. But Doug Kide from A to Z Sports tweeted today that, uh, and this is where I'm pulling it from: a team that would would acquire Hunter Renfro in a trade before Friday takes on a two year, twenty three million dollar contract. After Friday would be two for nineteen. So. I mean, you're only saving four million bucks over two years, but money's money, especially against this cap. And so, maybe a trade I mean, doesn't the Rams happen until tra- after Jaylen Friday. Ramsey, the Rams trade Jalen Ramsey to save six million. Yeah, right. So again, it's like maybe a, I don't know if I guess you could look at it both ways, where Vegas will try and dump him before Friday to get four million more off their ta- more off the table, but at the same time, a team like New England might wait until after Friday in order to save $4 million. So yeah. I guess that sort of depends on uh, 
where that comes from. But anyway, uh, the other Patriot, the smaller Patriots one, and then we'll get to the the big er move uh, on the offensive line was Miles Bryant. Miles Bryant, uh, defensive back. At so the Patriot has Patriots have added two defensive backs now uh, in free agency. They added or re-signed John Jones yesterday, and uh, today they signed def- or they tendered Miles Bryant at the right of refusal level uh, for an, a restricted free agent, and so he'll come it's back the lowest to the level. Yeah, it's the lowest level, and so he is on a one-year, $2.6 million deal unless another team signs him to an offer sheet and the Patriots have the ability to match that. Correct? Is that how that works? I believe, right? Correct. Yes. yes so okay. he get or, – well, or the Patriots can sign him to a long-term deal. As, like they Correct. Can, yes. Can they can outbid. Yeah, right. So um, that's where that's at. I don't think anyone's going to come calling for Miles Bryant, so Patriots bring him back. 2.6 uh, We do have some breaking news, though. Okay. Uh, Caleb McGarry. So the last of that top tackle group we talked about, at least top right tackle group, is off the board. Okay. Caleb McGarry, three years, thirty-four million dollars. Ah, that hurts. Yeah, it does. Um, okay, so some breaking-ish news. Uh, yeah, that's that's another guy who could have been a Patriots target because they continue to need offensive line help. We'll get to the offensive lineman they signed, but um. Okay, so he goes for 34 years, or 34 years, $34 million. 34 for three. life! Yeah. Falcon, um, I don't even know if I said what he was going. going back to the Falcons. I don't know if I said that. Falcon for life. Yep, that's, Falcon yeah, for he is, life, yeah. He is going back to the Falcons. Uh, yeah, he's, he's signing back to the Falcons three years, 34. That's a deal the Patriots could have done as well. Man, okay. Interesting. Um do you want to get back into Brian, or do you want to talk McGarry and where they go? Because that's another guy off the off the table. I mean, I think we might. I think the chat maybe wants us to get into this. So okay. Uh, yeah, McGarry gone. Okay, so right tackle. Which, well, let's talk about what they did today then. Which was okay. um, they signed Calvin Anderson, who's a uh, to a two year deal uh, from the Broncos. So Calvin Anderson, two year deal, former Bronco. Uh, he is signed with the Patriots a few years ago as an un. Drafted free agent, uh, went to Denver, started seven games for them. He started on both sides of the ball. I don't project him out to be a starter, but it sounds like maybe he'll have a chance to compete for a job, depending on what they do. Uh, But I see him and I see Connor McDermott as two guys who will compete slash be their sort of backup tackles, which is good to have. But I don't think Calvin Anderson's a big enough splash in free agency where you're looking at this and saying, okay, they filled one hole. This was a, a depth move to me, and I like it because it's something, but uh, they still need to do more, which is why I think Caleb McGarry would have been a good signing for them on top of Calvin Anderson. Yeah, this move's a lot more fun next week or like if they'd signed a tackle already because they, they needed depth, and I say this all the time. Getting a true swing tackle is incredibly valuable. There, yep. It's a lot harder to play – both left and right tackle than people think that's what happened with Marshall Newhouse when he was here. Like he never played on the left side before and they put him at left. And if you don't get the difference, try writing your name with your right hand and then try writing your name with your left hand. Or I guess if you're left handed, do it the other way and see which one's easier, right? Like whichever way it's easier at guard because you're moving both ways more often as a tackle, your first steps almost always to the outside. So if you move to the other side, you're like completely reversing your whole operation um, guys that can play on both sides, like can actually do it, not just to plug in there, incredibly valuable. So they haven't had a guy like that since Adrian Waddle, really. 
I know Trent Brown can, but he's a starter. He's not a guy you're, you're bringing it back up like that. So getting a guy in Calvin Anderson like that, I think is valuable and they need mm-hmm. the tackle depth. And I think between him and Colin McDermott, they've got two really good backup tackles, but who's starting because, you know, is it Trent on the right side and Anderson on the left? He really, you know, he, Started eight games last year, 12 in his career. He's relatively unproven. Maybe there's some upside there, but that's a huge swing. Yeah. If you're going to bank on him being the starter. Uh, if it's Trent Brown on the left side, I, I don't think Anderson's a right tackle, especially not in their system. Like he's more athletic. Uh, it's He really just needs to be coached up. We're going to see what Adrian Clem, Clem can do with them. Right. But, you know, is it Trent on the left side, McDermott on the right? We saw that last year. It was fine. Again, if they draft a kid in the first round, suddenly I feel a lot better about this. Mm-hmm. But it just felt like a position where there was so much available in free agency, they could have it could have been set it and forget it. And we're still going to have because even if you draft a kid in the first round, like he can have upside, but that's not never a sure thing. They're going to go into camp with tackle questions now. That's just the reality of it. They need to potentially really think about going to get Orlando Brown here, Alex. Yeah, so they that do. was it's really interesting. And honestly, this isn't even a Patriots thing. Uh-huh. There was the report that he views himself as a left tackle. He wants to get paid as a left tackle. Yeah. But teams around the league view him as a right tackle. And I think the Patriots probably view him as a right tackle. You don't pay a right tackle, left tackle money. Like it's not even a Patriots. Oh, Bill's being cheap. It's not right. that. Like, no team's gonna do that. Clearly, because if a team is gonna do it, he'd be signed right now. Right. So unless they can get him to take, like if, if they can get him to take right tackle money, yes, they should be leading in the bidding for right tackle money. I don't think the market is going to dictate him getting left tackle money. And I think at the end of the day, what's going to happen rather than him breaking and agreeing to a right tackle contract mm-hmm. is I think a, a team is going to let him try to play left tackle and say, we're going to bring you in. We'll give you high end right tackle money, low end left tackle money. We're going to try it left tackle, see how that works out. But if it doesn't, we're going to move you back to the right side. Would the Patriots be in on that? Maybe. And they yeah. do have the flexibility of Trent Brown on the other side where they can do that. Right. But, all right, here we go. You still have questions to tackle. Who's playing where? Yeah, I know. Then you're just so, flip-flopping whatever guy. One guy plays a poor game, then you try and flip them, and then vice versa. And so, yeah, it, yeah it's I get a unique, that too, but. It's a unique situation. And I would hope they explore it, mm-hmm. but I th- him not do something signing, though. We got to do something. Like him I'm, not signing yet is a red flag to me. For it, him. Yeah. Okay. Like, fine. I, let me put it this way. But the Patriots not signing anyone is more of a red flag. Yeah, than I am Brown going to be more of the McGarry ones. What's going to kill me? Yeah. McGlinchey went for crazy money. Fine. Right. Juwan Taylor went for like, again, they probably could have been competitive at that. That's pretty high contract. So I saw what those guys went and I'm thinking, wow, McGarry Dillard, that second group is going to get paid. Thought Dillard's deal was very doable. And they were reportedly in on that. Huh. And McGarry comes in with similar money and, and relatively it's more because he plays right tackle. Dillard's going to play left, but what was it? 34 over three. 34 is that what it was? Over three. Yep. 34 and a half over three. So I, we don't know what's guaranteed yet, but still 11 million a year for a starting right tackle. Doable. It's pretty good. That feels doable. So like McGarry. again, Orlando Brown. 
like, yeah, he wouldn't be the worst signing in the world, but I'm not going to necessarily fault him over that one because you're still – they need sure things. I know there's no such thing as a sure thing in the NFL, yeah. but they can't have – you know, they can't come out on offense with position, six positions that have question marks. Right. And Orlando Brown, even with what his upside is, might be a question mark. McGarry, plug and play right tackle. Dillard, eh, there's still some questions there, but could potentially be plug and play. Those are the ones that are going to eat at me more so than them potentially missing on Orlando Brown. Fair. I agree with you. You can be frustrated. I, they haven't done anything like that. Yeah. Totally valid. I'm frustrated. They didn't do anything at tackle. I thought it was set up perfect for them to make a move at tackle. Sign one, draft one. So, but no well, they did up. sign one. Technically they did oh, sign one. Technically um, it McGarry and Dillard missing on McGarry and Dillard bugs me more than missing on McGlinchey and Jawan Taylor and maybe even Orlando Brown. Yeah. The saying, try it free for 30 days, gives you just enough time to try a subscription or service and then completely forget about it. Before you know what's happening, you're paying for a subscription you don't use every single month. With Rocket Money, you can change that with just a few quick taps. Most Americans think they spend around $80 a month on their subscriptions, when really that number is closer to 200 or more. If you don't know exactly how much you're spending every month, you need Rocket Money. Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill, is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. The app quickly and easily identifies all of the subscriptions for you and helps you decide on the ones you don't want anymore. Simply find those ones you don't want, press cancel, and Rocket Money will do it for you. No more long hold times with customer service or tedious emails back and forth. Rocket Money makes canceling it super easy with just the click of a button. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, saving the average person over $720 a year. A quick story, I'm sure you all know, Anyone who follows me on Twitter, my second favorite sport behind the NFL is college basketball. I watch just about every single conference, so having an account on ESPN Plus is really a blessing for me. It's the best subscription I have, and I use it regularly. A problem, however, well, for the longest time, I had Hulu, Spotify, Disney Plus, and countless others. I was paying for them, and I had no idea about it, so you forget about it, and it drained my bank account. Not anymore, though, because I use Rocket Money. So stop throwing your money away, cancel unnecessary subscriptions, and manage your expenses the easy way. Go to rocketmoney.com slash patsbeat. That's rocketmoney.com slash patsbeat. Rocketmoney.com slash patsbeat. All right, Alex. Um, so, yeah, they still need help at tackle. Um, but yeah. I, I, I'm with you. I, I, I want you to uh, – did you mention uh, – I'm drawing a blank now with where we were at with uh, Calvin Anderson. Just sort of how he was and how he performed in Denver while he was there because – yeah, he's yeah. a swing tackle, but he's sort of uh, – I feel like uh, – you tweeted something about uh, where he was at as far as, you know, pass protection and things like that. So I, f- I feel like he he had a decent showing when he had to play and protect Russell Wilson this year. Yeah, so, I mean, physically he's an impressive guy, 6'5", 310. He moves very well. Like, he's an athlete. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of the new mold of tackle. I, I think people around here like to say, like, oh, like Nate Sold. They're like, yeah, you're, you're, you're in the – heading in the right direction there. Breaking Patriots news. Uh, oh, boy. Adam Schefter, New England. You seem frustrated. No, it's fine. It's it's nothing major. But New England is re-signing safety Jabril Peppers to a two-year uh, deal. That's actually a good move. Peppers yeah. was good for them last year. Yeah. And, and they're going to miss McCourty, and he's a leader in the secondary. Good move. Yeah. I like it. I yeah, like it. So. I, I No if, and, or but, or context, or this, or that. Well, I guess let's see the money. But it's not going to be a lot. Solid move. Yeah, I agree. Um like you said, solid move. McCourty's gone. You bring Jones back. 
You bring Bryant back. You're sort of putting that secondary back together, Suns, McCourty, which I think is a plus um, because you're missing a guy there. Um, so, yeah, I think Peppers, um, he def- obviously, as we know, more of a box safety than free, but uh, he can sort of play all over the place and uh, did a pretty good job. He's also uh, – he's versatile. I mean, they can use him, you know, in a bunch of different ways. And so I like the signing. You said I'm frustrated. I'm not frustrated. It's just repetitive, right? And they're still taking care of their own. Maybe, and I know they maybe might have wanted to see how the market went with, um, you know, with McCordy and with Jesse Bates and guys like that. Maybe they wanted to get into one of those guys. So this maybe wasn't a deal that they could have done before today. Um, but again, it feels more so like housekeeping than it is a real solid improvement. Well, Peppers might have wanted to see it was out there as well. That's fair. So I... I'm not going to fault them for the timeline. They, they, he's actually, there were very few guys I thought were must resign this offseason. Like for all we talked about Jacoby, I never felt like they had to resign Jacoby Myers to have a great offseason. I never felt like they had to resign Jonathan Jones to have a great offseason. Pound for pound, Peppers, I think coming back is a bigger deal than Jonathan Jones. Yeah. Because like we talked about this before, Jacoby Myers coming back, you still need to make an addition at uh, receiver. Jonathan Jones coming back, they still need that size of corner. Julius Pepper is a pretty unique player. Yeah. He's, you're not really replacing him if he leaves. And I'm not saying he plays a big role, but that role had an impact late that right. year he, as he kind of became more familiar with the defense and he got healthy. Uh, he started really kind of becoming a chess piece for them. So good signing. Good signing. Yeah, I agree. Um, sorry, I'm trying to put it back up and uh, tell our folks on Twitter to come react to it with us because, again, reacting to the breaking news that Patriots re-signed Peppers. Um, yeah. I still want more in secondary, frankly. Oh, they're not uh, done. They're not I know. done, but, like, I... I guess it's I'm, already me being a Debbie Downer, but... I'm kind of good. I'm kind of good where they're at at safety right now. I'm not going to yeah. lie. And, I look, I, I wouldn't turn my nose at Jordan Poyer. If he's right. available, but you got Phillips in the box. Mm-hmm. Duggar is your rover. Peppers is a rover. You move Jonathan Jones or Jalen Mills back there to play free. Yeah. As long as they add a big corner, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I don't love it. It's not 2017. It's not 2019. Um, but I don't hate it. Again, pending the money. Right, pending the money. We'll see what happens with them. With well, the I, I, um, I saw somebody say in the chat $10 million a year, and I thought I realized it was about something else. But uh, why, what, 10, what was it about? I have no idea, but it wasn't about Peppers. Uh, if they give Peppers okay. $10 million a year, I reserve the right to change my mind. Yes, I, I, I would agree. No, good uh, Overall, like I, he can play. A good he move. Can play. Yeah. And, and by the way, too, the uh, let's face it. They're probably going to have the least talented roster, just pure roster talent in the AFC East. That doesn't mean that they're the worst constructed roster. Cause I think the Jets roster kind of makes no sense. As yeah. It's interesting. I want to get to that. But how do you kind of punch above your weight class? Physicality. You right. lay the hammer. You let the other team know you're there. You hit. Yeah. Real peppers. I mean, that's, that guy can hit. He, he can hit and he likes to hit. Yeah. He is a tone setter and they need that on this defense. So again, Good signing. Good signing. Good signing. Good job. Good signing. Still want more. Um, anyway. Yes. So, yeah. Um, I also, in, as far as them re- reconfiguring that uh, the defensive backfield with the 
you know, the Jalen Mills tweet yesterday, right, saying that he can play all over the place, which I love. I mean, I don't think that was a knock to towards the Patriots. I thought that was just him saying. Yeah, everyone was sort of bringing up Jonathan Jones moving to safety, and Mills might have been kind of just saying, like, hey, I'm still here. I was a good safety in, in Philly. And I liked him playing safety in Philly more than I did him at corner in Philly. I thought he was better um, when he was a safety for the Eagles. And so that could be, a, like, a, like we said, another move as well for them uh, in the defensive backfield. But overall, adding Peppers back to it, um, it's it's a good move. That's, that's what we'll call it. It's a good quality housekeeping move for the Patriots. Um, Look, not every move has to be giving a tackle $80 million or trading for an all-pro wide receiver. Like, you can't just right. do those either. You need to – 100%. You, you need depth. And Calvin yep. Anderson, Jabril Peppers, they're making the depth signings. Yep. Can can we just address the top of the roster now? Yep. Yep. Let's go get that wide receiver, Alex. Um, right. All right. Let's – I want to talk about the Jets you want to talk about the Jets or do you have any more Patriots stuff? I, I want to talk about the Jets um, first. Here. I'll just real quick because we, <laughs> we kind of got interrupted. Okay. I think we've tried to do this like three times. We've gotten interrupted yeah. by it. So Calvin Anderson, right? Yeah. Good, as, good athletic Anderson. tackle. <laughs> I think in their scheme, more of a left tackle. He, I'm only playing him at right like in a, in a you know, in an emergency situation. Like he can do it. It mm-hmm. saves you. Remember last year when they were going to play um, James Ferentz at left tackle? Like oh, it almost came God. to that. Like Yeah prevents that situation totally uh i think there's tremendous value in that it, it's going to be a lot on adrian waddle i mean a lot of the knocks on him coming out were technique based and mm-hmm. it's still kind of the same thing so can they get him coached up but he he should make the team i think as a backup tackle i'm going to be yeah. a little bit worried if they start him but a great backup tackle below average starting tackle it's kind of where they're at and yep I think at left tackle, they know they need to aim higher. It will be interesting if he ends up in the mix at right tackle because if he does win a starting job, it's going to be on the right side, even though he's probably better on the left side. Um, So it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. They do have now, though, between him and Trent Brown, there is some flexibility. I think Stilton Connor McDermott is only a right tackle. Yeah. Uh, But between him and Trent Brown, they do have some flexibility. flexibility, And they do have four tackles signed now, which is nice. Right. The, the one thing I look at with um, just that position as a whole, uh, this isn't necessarily just on Calvin Anderson, but it's – and I know it's Tuesday, so I guess we need to you know hold our horses a little bit because, again, nothing's official even until Wednesday, right? These are all just reported signings. But I went into this offseason with really tackle and wide receiver as the two big holes. It may be corner, but really wide receiver and tackle. Two yeah. biggest holes on the those, team. Those were one. It, like corner was third, but it was a yes. there's a gap right. before after one and two. Yeah. Right. And so I you know, I was of the mindset, and look, I, I know we're not in the front office, but I was sort of in the mindset that they would go and get a high end receiver or a high end tackle in free agency. And then they would move to the draft at the end of April and use the 14th pick on whatever they didn't fill in free agency. Yeah. We're just – we're simply running out of players and we're running out of time and running out of leverage at this point for the Patriots, which is – it's the hard – that's the tough part. I mean, they can still go get Judy – and they can still yeah, go I, I wouldn't Hopkins. think they're running out of players at wide receivers. Maybe a little early for that, but I, you're on the right track. Like, I don't but, disagree with your, like, thesis. Yeah, and so – t- t- Honestly, a tackle, are they are they running out or have they run out? 
that's the thing. Like, there's nothing unless it's Orlando Brown. It's Orlando Brown Jr. Okay, yeah, true. I forgot about Orlando Brown. But yeah. that's it. That's the one major move at tackle. Otherwise, you now are required almost to go get not required, but you know you got to go get Hopkins or Judy, and your lever you're losing leverage because now Jacoby's gone, and uh, you haven't you know you haven't jumped in on the move yet, and so. That's what's bothering me with this with this offseason. It's like Calvin Anderson's great, but I would have rathered them go the McGeary route or go Orlando Brown. So we'll see where it where the, it goes. The two signings should not have been mutually exclusive. There's room for That's them. Fair. Like there's room for them to sign. No, but they, I mean this this proves your point. Like yeah. they always need even if they had signed Mike McGlinchey right. or Jawan Taylor or Kayla McGeary, like they still needed a Calvin Anderson as exactly. well. Exactly. Right. I just, you needed a starter and needed a backup. The question, and look, if they had signed the starter, not signed the backup, it's annoying, but all right, you get to hit in the draft. Mm-hmm. Question now is, did they sign the backup to fill the starter role? Yeah. That's kind of what we're left wondering at this point. Man, if that is the case, that's going to be, uh, it's going to be heartbreaking. It's going to be tough to see. But Do you put uh, Donovan Smith in that top class or no? I've seen people kind of go both ways on him. Um, I would put him like squarely in the middle of, uh, Orlando Brown Jr. and Calvin well, Anderson. <laughs> well, then that's a no. Then he's not in the top. Group, yeah, so right. Sure. No. Yeah, I agree no, with not. you, but I've yeah. seen some people kind of shoehorn him into that top group. I don't know. He had a rough year last year. But it's still better than nothing. Like Yes. I, if they do it, I'm okay with it because it means they're kicking tires and it means they have their sights set on something. Yes. So so that's that's a plus for me, honestly. I, I don't want them to go overpay for someone or go sign someone just to, just to sign them, which – People kind of assumed that Belichick was just signing to sign people in you know the 2021 season, where not, I don't necessarily agree with that. But if you think that Donovan Smith can fill a hole for you and you like the player, then go sign him. Go get him. But yeah, I guess we'll see what happens. Um, let's talk Jets. Uh, I want to hit on them because it looks like Aaron Rodgers to the Jets is increasingly um, – It's happening. It's, it's happening. happening. Why do we have to play this game? Well, because it's funny, right? Like he, No, so he it's pro- not. It's annoying. <laughs> He has this wish list, so you don't want to talk about it. I want to talk about it. He has this uh, wish list. I'll, I'm happy to rip him. Perfect. He has this wish list, and it's Lazard. It's uh, who is there now? Lazard uh, signed a four-year, forty-four million dollar deal, twenty-two million guaranteed, similar to the Jacoby Myers deal, with basically a year attached on. Um, the logistics of it are not as similar, I would assume, but eleven million per twenty-one, twenty-two guaranteed. Um, just another year attached to Lazard, so yeah. he's already there in New York. Um, trade seems imminent and that's not the one I was looking for. He has this wish list of guys, Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb, Mercedes Lewis, all former Packers and Odell Beckham Jr. He now wants there as well. So that came from Diana Rossini today from ESPN. And look, if they, if he doesn't end up there, that's hilarious. If he's like, you know what? I'm just going back to Green Bay, but it wouldn't really make any sense. This entire off season will be a win. So (laughs) at that point, the reason he would, the reason I think he would stay in Green Bay, in general, before all this wish list stuff came out, is because of the players there. As much as people rip Aaron Rodgers, he seems like a decent teammate to these guys, and they enjoy his presence and they like him as a leader. I don't know about that. Aaron Jones has said a lot of good things. Russell Douglas has said a lot of good things. Alan Lazard, Alan Lazard knows that Aaron Rodgers is going to go to uh, the Jets, and he decided to sign there. Randall Devontae, Cobb. Devontae Adams chose to play with Derek Carr. He's friends with Derek Carr. 
that's so okay. With Aaron Rodgers too. They yeah, of course. But no, I don't think I don't think Devonte. So I don't forget he has a, to bring Randall Cobb along with him because he refuses to talk to the receivers personally. Do they do they want to play with Aaron Rodgers? Play with Aaron Rodgers? Do they want to play with Aaron Rodgers because they know they're going to put up numbers and then go get paid again? Mercedes Lewis isn't putting up numbers to go get paid. Uh, that's fair. That's and fair. Alan Lazard signed a four year deal. And so anyway, point being, um, if the, like I said, the, I think the guys you know like him in Green Bay and. If he were to move them all there and then decide, you know what, I am going to go back, that would be crazy. It would be hilarious, like you said, but I don't see it happening. But what do you make of the wish list? What was Packers' record last year again? Uh, I think they were like eight. Oh, yeah, it was eight and nine. Yeah. <laughs> Granted, they their defense was not what the, the Jets' defense is. It was a top-half defense. I believe they finished 12th in the league in scoring. Um, Jets were fourth. But – what was, what was Pat? Let me, let me pull this up. Packers offense last year was 14th. So you're just bringing the 14th ranked offense with you over like. No, have, they're, but they also, I, you have Garrett Wilson and you have uh, a better offensive line. I would, I would say and a better I'm, running, uh, maybe not a better running back. I don't think you have a better running back. Yeah. You're offensive right. line's comparable. Like, I guess you add Garrett Wilson, but like a lot of these guys, are they going to play? Right. I would have thought the jets had a pretty good complement of assets. Now, Beckham so, so did I. Beckham, Beckham be maybe changes things, but like, also this group couldn't keep Aaron Rodgers engaged last year. He was complaining that he couldn't get any weapons, yeah. and now he's bringing all the weapons he had in Green Bay with. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Besides Christian Watson, yeah, <laughs> right. Besides Christian Watson, who's probably their best receiver last year. Yeah. So, I don't know. I like. I said this last night. I'm still kind of on this uh, of this belief that if everything goes right. This is a brilliant move for the Jets, and they're going to be excellent. But is everything going to go right? Because has anything gone right with Aaron Rodgers in the last three or four years? Anything he's been involved in? It's all falling apart because he gets disinterested like that. And that's not yeah. just football, by the way. It applies to his personal life as well. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't seem super invested. And if he checks out, again, you just have the 2022 Packers who finished 8-9 and nine with a slightly better defense. So call it 9-8. and eight. Uh, 10 and seven and like, all right, maybe you get to the playoffs. You're not a contender with that. You've got to keep Aaron Rodgers somehow engaged for 18, 21 weeks, whatever you want to call it. I just think that's a tough sell. And you're bringing the guys that couldn't keep him invested last year. I don't know. I don't know. I, I see what they're doing and I don't necessarily think they have a better choice. I don't disagree with what they're doing. Uh, as a whole, if I'm the Jets, I'm probably making the same decision they are. I don't know, maybe pushing back on a little bit of that wish list. But I don't think it's this slam dunk Super Bowl move that some people are portraying it to be. Quick shout out to Rocket Money, Alex, before I give yeah. my thoughts on uh, the uh, the Packers and the Jets. I'll add this too. Somebody yeah. pointed out that he went 13-3 and three the three years before going 8-9, and, and then they traded Devontae Adams. If Devontae Adams was going with him to Green Bay yeah, or to something. New York, I would feel a lot differently. But he's not. So yeah. look, it, it, they could very well go 13-3 and three this year. But is he going to stay engaged for the full season? I don't know. If he does, he's tremendously talented. He went back-to-back MVPs before last year. The upside's clearly there. Again, I would do it. I think this is the Jets. Well, I think their best course of action is to try to get Lamar Jackson, but they're not going to do that because nobody's going to do that. So we'll put that to the side. I think this is their best course of action. I would do the exact same thing they're doing. Mm -hmm. I just don't think it's not. We talked about Russell. Will it reminds me a lot of Russell Wilson 
We talked about Russell Wilson as like an automatic slam dunk last year. I did. I picked him to go to the right. Super Bowl. I don't think this is any more of a guarantee than Russell Wilson was last year. Nathaniel Hackett's involved again, by the yeah, way. Yeah, he is involved. And I'm not saying it's going to turn out the same way. I don't think that needed to turn out the way it did in Denver last year. But it did because sometimes things just don't bounce your way and they couldn't really overcome it. Jets, let's say the Jets get a really tough start to their schedule. Let's let's say they start Buffalo and Miami. It's two tough games. They could be really good and still go 0-2. Is Aaron Rodgers going to say forget it? Just you know, mail it in, collect a paycheck, and then retire at the end of the year. So they could start 2-0, and he says, this is great. I'm sticking it to the Packers, and it's an F you to everybody who said I was done. I, I'm 50-50 on which way that could go. So that's just where I'm at with it. All right, so yeah, Aaron Rodgers' trade is imminent. And uh, look, I, I, I'm with you as far as Rodgers is – he's an interesting cat, to say the least, right? He's, he's put – uh, Green Bay in quite a bind and uh, you know it looks like he's not going to go back there and that's too bad and you know what have you but I think that Jets team with him is going to be really really good I really do Aaron Rodgers yeah. like you said 13 and 3 the last two seasons before this two MVPs yes he did have Devontae Adams but you then put a receiver core around him with Garrett Wilson who was the rookie of the year last year uh, Alan Lazard, who is a really solid number two. You bring in Odell Beckham Jr. as your three, who can turn into a de facto one when he's healthy and ready to go. Mercedes Lewis, hit or miss. Randall Cobb, hit or miss. That's just him doing his friend's favors. But that offense will be lethal. Brees Hall, really good. A quality defense, guys like Sauce Gardner. That's the 1A team in – we had this conversation last night, but I, I that's the 1A team in the AFCs. And I, I think he reasonably, if he moves, at least for one season, will be on his A-game Aaron Rodgers. You don't know what's what's going to happen after that. But I think for one year, it, it's worth it because you have oh. no other options as the Jets. It's, it's a one-year window. He's going to hate it, New York. Yeah. Hate it. And he, maybe he sucks it up through the fall and then leaves. But like that's – so, and I think the contract's only for one year or two. This is a one-year thing. This is, okay. I don't think this is like a long-term, yeah, Aaron Rodgers is going to be the quarterback here the next three years kind of thing. Okay. He could stay a little bit longer than that, but I, I understand your point. Oh, it's, I mean, he could stay, but I, I, I think the window to win a title is this year. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm with you. All right, let's see. Uh, do you guys have any questions in the chat before we get out of here? Um, anything on the Patriots and – sort of where we can take the conversation before we wrap this up, unless you have any other, uh, anything else, Alex? Oh, I just, cause I just find this funny. Uh, somebody said Aaron Rodgers winning with the jets would be legacy changing for him. And I say, this is somebody who likes Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers winning would be legacy changing for him. It doesn't really matter where the guy's got to win a playoff game. Yeah. To have the career he's had in one Super Bowl is a disappointment. It just is. Yeah, he's, I agree. He's got to win. He He's has got to win, win another one. Um, so it can be with the Jets. It can be with the Dolphins. It can be with the Patriots. It can be with the Packers. It can be with whoever. He has to win. Which I'm kind of surprised San Francisco wasn't more involved in this. But yeah, there's too. probably a number of reasons that didn't make sense. Yeah, that's true. Oh, look at this. Mike's great at reading commercials. Thank you. Don't You've gotten much me. better. I you, appreciate you are, that. Yeah. Yeah, do the show a favor. Go to... Uh, Go to FanDuel.com slash Boston. You get $200 in best bets. And go to RocketMoney.com slash Pat's Beat. And uh, help out the show. So we appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Uh, what else do we got? Um, 
I'm going to say no to this, but I want to read it anyway. I don't want to be that guy. You can be that guy. And maybe someone has asked, but could it be possible the Patriots are waiting for tomorrow to negotiate with Lamar Jackson? For, I don't think they're in on it, Alex. I just don't. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I just, it, it goes against everything we've seen and heard yeah. um, pretty much from the team this offseason. Yeah, so I agree. It would be, you know, you, you never know what to expect with them. But it would be a major, major, major right turn. Yeah. Um, and we'll, we'll finish uh, with this one. Uh, if there's a trade for wide receivers, like tomorrow or later down the line, what do you think? I feel like end of this week, beginning of next week. I yeah. Just call that a hunch. Like, I don't. Yeah, right. I, I, I've i said this before. I think teams are waiting to see. Like, it's a game of chicken right now. Nobody wants to be the first to make the move. And yeah, Jacoby signed, but. You don't want to trade Hopkins for something, and then all of a sudden Judy goes for so much more. Like, shoot, we could have gotten more the other way around, right? I, I think it's it's a bit. We're in a bit of a staring contest. I I'll add one more thing, cool, because I've seen this tweet going around, and I would oh, think God. <laughs> you people would get at this point that that's a fake account on Twitter. Yep, the Patriots lease the planes out in the off season, so it could be there for any number of reasons that have nothing to do with the Patriots. Also. Aaron Rodgers doesn't live in Denver. I have no reason to believe he is in Denver right now. He lives in California. Yep. So it was at, and I know that they can travel fast, but he was at a, a QB summit workout with Jordan Palmer this weekend, which is in California. In, in California. So, okay. Yeah. So let's just leave the CJ Golson alone, please. Yeah, I, I would agree. If you, those of you don't know, who don't know, there's a, there's a troll Twitter account circulating a, a picture of a the Patriots plane in Denver, and the report was that it was going to. You know what? I'm not even going to say it. it it's just going to ride people. We've already given it too much attention. Yeah, you're right. But yeah, that's not a thing. Uh, Patriots are not in on Aaron Rodgers, so uh, that's going to do it for us. Unfortunately, the only Patriots news we were able to really discuss today was Jacoby Myers. Oh, Miles Bryant got. Oh no, we did do that. Yeah, we did Miles Bryant. All right, we're losing our minds. Uh, yeah. So it was Jacoby. It was Miles Bryant. It was Calvin Anderson, and then we got Jabril Peppers live on the show. We love live. We love live breaking news on the show. So you got our instant reaction to that. We're gonna be back again tomorrow because I have a feeling, Alex. I have an, a teensy feeling that they're gonna make a splash tomorrow. By the time we're back on the airwaves, so we'll keep you posted. Likely 7 p.m. roughly again tomorrow night. But uh, follow us on Twitter at RealAlexBarth and at Mike Cadlick. Uh, for updates uh, on that front. We'll be back tomorrow. Um, until then, I just want to shout out FanDuel one more time because uh, huge news again here at CLNS Media. Uh, they are the presenting sponsor of the Patriots View podcast and all of our audio video content moving forward. So sign up at FanDuel.com slash Boston. Deposit 10, place 5, win 200 in bonus bets. Again, they're bonus bets, so you have to use them on bets. You can't withdraw it, but still... You can start, you know, gambling in Massachusetts now, and so use those two hundred dollars in bonus bets on us here at Patriots Beat. So, uh, having said that, Patriots lose Jacoby Myers and sign a tackle and Miles Bryant, Andrew Peppers, and that's it. We'll be back tomorrow. Talk soon. He's Alex Barth. Read him on 98.5 The Sports Hub. I'm Mike Cadlick. See you on us media. 